Good morning, Christy Underwood, Organized and Fit. It has been a little bit since we've connected here on the podcast platform. And life has been, what will you want to call, full. Maybe the word busy gets overused, but it's been full. It's been good. Uh, Lots of things going on. I had a vacation in there. Um, We have our kids' sports, college life, all of those things. I feel like the word busy maybe definitely is a word, but yet it's been a blessing. So definitely been a blessed couple weeks since we've connected here. I know as well you two are living a busy life, but I'm hoping it has been a busy life of blessings. All right, so let's go into today's topic, cutting right to the point. Um, And this was spurred on for this topic today, based upon what we're doing over in Organized and Fit Membership. We are doing our fourth annual clean fall cleaning extravaganza. So clean freak, whatever you want to call it, every year in the month of October, we do a deep cleaning challenge, meaning we work on our houses so that we get the deep cleaning fall vibes completely done so that by November, we are focused on all of the fun moments of the holidays and we don't have to worry about the deep cleaning because we already did it. We squeeze it all into four weeks and we get to start the holiday season with that behind us. So that's the timing. It's the fourth year. We're in that in the thick of it. It's week two. Um, We're finishing it up and we hit week three. Um, And so I got to thinking because I've had several people um, message me as well as there's, we have a 90 day finisher group. And I know some of the gals in there had mentioned, um, I've heard from a few of them that, you know, organizing and cleaning can really be a challenge. There's just not enough time in the day. Um, it's not always a priority yet. It does wear on a person when they come home and they know it's just kind of a surface clean. It's actually not a clean, clean. And I don't think it's something that we have to tackle in the sense of being obsessed and have this major cleaning all of the time. Because if we do a major cleaning, then we have habits that incorporate weekly and daily small tasks. Then it's not so bad throughout the year except for those pivotal points like spring and fall or a special project where you're tearing something out and redoing it, it's not as evasive if you stay on the small stuff. And it just goes right back to what we talk about constantly um, in our challenge groups is small things lead to big things, right? When we do things small every day, it ends up bringing us bigger results consistency, which is key to obtaining goals, which is key to having inner peace, feeling a sense of success, a fence, a, you know, a, a feeling of um, good energy by doing small things every day because you start seeing the results. Well, cleaning is very much that way. Obviously, cleaning is an immediate result. That's probably why I enjoy it because I see an immediate um, reaction from cleaning. But when we do small tasks over the course of time, our house begins to reflect that. But currently, we are in the deep cleaning mode. And so I thought I would break into something that maybe will help you Um, in your current season of life, wherever that might be. Some of you, this might be something that's very intrinsic. Cleaning is just something you grew up that way. You grew up in a very clean house. You were trained. you, You did chores. 
Um, so this isn't necessarily an issue, but there might be some takeaways or some ideas for you. Some of you, it has never been a priority and it's a constant fight for you. I understand. Um, and some of you are right in the middle. Okay. Maybe you've got some pretty good surface clean, but man, if you really dug, you'd be like, please do not bring a white glove to my house. Okay. So I was raised where we cleaned weekly. We all had lists of things we were given. My mom, crazy enough, um, was very meticulous on how to clean a bathroom. My dad is a, was a organizing fiend. So I grew up very extreme and I have become that way naturally just because of the surroundings I grew up with. So it's very intrinsic for me to have these, these, uh, daily activities and habits. So I'm hoping by me sharing these, they will help you into the ideas I have. So I have five different ways to develop into a cleaning system. And I think in some of the past episodes I've had, if I was to scroll down, I think I do have some cleaning organizing ones. And these aren't the most motivational, inspiring uh, podcasts. But at the same time, I do want to tell you something. If your house is clean, don't you feel better? So in a way, it is motivating. In a way, this is inspiring. Because when you declutter your home, I really feel like it declutters you. And it creates that mental space. So I want to flow into this kind of encouraging you that this actually is something that's important. And it gets overlooked or it's the last thing on the list because there's so many other things. But y'all, just like our, our health, our mental health, our physical health, and our spiritual health... Our home health is important, our hygiene in our home, our bathroom, our cleanliness, our ability to find things in our medicine cabinet, our ability to find our bills that we should be paying on time. All of these things are very important. So number one is um, breaking things down into zones, okay? So for instance, you guys, maybe you're feeling very overwhelmed. You're like, oh my gosh, like every area of my house is a crap show. And then some of you are like, no, I've got a pretty good handle on this, this, but there's a few other areas. So what I want you to do is think about the worst zones of your house. And when I say zones, what I'm referring to is, for instance, how we do it in a lot of the challenges and groups I've been in. We always do it this way. So you have your kitchen and your dining. You have a living room or a den or a basement type entertaining family area, game room, playroom. You have a home office, you have bedrooms, you have a laundry room, you have storage areas, you also have your bathrooms, also a garage, okay? So when you break those down into specific areas, it's not quite as overwhelming. So what I want you to do is think to yourself first, what is the worst zone you have, okay? That's what you want to tackle first because that's what's weighing on you the heaviest. Once you create your zones, you... From there goes into step two, which is to create your actual action to do detailed list for that zone. So let's just go into, um, I'm going to go into a bathroom. Okay. So in your bathroom, you have obviously like a linen closet, you have drawers, you have makeup drawer, you have a bathroom fan that needs scrubbed. You have mirror, you have shower, you have the floor that scrubbed. The toilet alone should be thoroughly scrubbed. Like I'm talking when you deep clean, you grab a toothbrush and a limestone and you clean the daylights out of that baby one time in that deep cleaning. Um, 
We're talking about stocking things like in your cabinets, you know, do you need soap? Do you need toilet paper? Do you need um, whatever it is that you keep in those? Is it time for you? Like, for instance, what I noticed was I need to move some things around. Our functionality needs to switch a little bit. I also noticed that my towels are looking a little nasty. So we have white towels. I need to probably go invest. I don't have any bleach. I need to go get some bleach. And I really need to spruce up some of that. Uh, maybe this is the time where you need to get some different rugs. Uh, I wash my my rugs every week, but maybe a, a every other week rotation. But whatever it is, maybe you have a window you make your detailed list, like trim on the floor, whatever. It's detailed. Okay. Step three, you give yourself a timeline. So I realize we all have busy schedules. All of us, we're all busy. Okay. But it's important to give yourself a reasonable timeline around the everyday life you have, the current chore list you have, and the appointments, clients, kids' events, life in general. So be realistic and say, you know, okay, this, this bathroom or these two bathrooms are my zone. I'm going to give myself an entire week to get these done. And when I come home from work, I'm going to block off, you know, an hour of time uninterrupted. My family knows what I'm doing because I've communicated it. We've talked about that before. And I am going to work on the bathroom fan and the trim, or I'm going to scrub the shower. Okay. And I know what some people are thinking. Well, I don't want to do this with my family home. Okay. Then if, if you can, then figure out times that your family's not home or on a weekend. Okay. That's one excuse I can hear. The other excuse is, well, I don't want to invest all this time because it will never stay clean. Okay. But that pivots back to our earlier conversation about setting up weekly and daily habits of keeping up what you're doing. And then third, I already know these excuses because I can hear all of you guys um, in the audience of the podcast that you're listening wherever you are in your car, putting your makeup on, working out, whatever it is. I know what you're saying. You're like, it's just not worth my time or I'm tired of doing this and my family never keeping it up. No. Okay. Stop the excuses because it is going to create a better sense of motivation a better sense of peace within you. The fact that you did it, but here's the other thing, communicate it with your family. You know, you're not the only one using the bathroom. Start to develop and start to expect more and start to be, um, the next step into this is accountable, okay? Be accountable with your family, but also when it comes to the actual tasks of these, find an accountability friend. Yes, I know it sounds silly. Hey, you're talking to your friend. I need you to ask me if I've been cleaning my bathroom this week. And I don't mean kidding around. Like I want you to say, are you cleaning your bathroom? Are you doing your list? And then maybe here's another thing. Maybe she'll do it with you. Maybe both of you get on board. It's a heck of a lot easier to do things with other people that are like-minded and have similar goals than to do this alone and swim upstream. So find a buddy system. That's why this challenge group works because we just know it's coming. We just have gotten ourselves into the habit and we just do it. And then finally, this is the favorite part. 
you celebrate what you achieved. And here's how nerdy I am when it comes to cleaning. I don't know. I think some of you can identify with me. So when I think of celebrating all of this when it comes to this topic of cleaning, I get excited because I'm like, if I do this, this, and this, then I'm going to go to the Target dollar bin and I'm going to find something cool that's organizing for my house. Or I'm going to get me a new shower curtain. Like it's time to spruce up this bathroom. I've got it all clean. I feel really good about it. But you know what? I want to change up the colors. Or um, for instance, your kitchen, like maybe your kitchen is on your zone and that's what you hit. And you're like, I want to get me some new um, dish towels. Or I want to get me um, some new um, decor on my counter or uh, some new organizers for the fridge, you know. How can you celebrate what you did? Okay, some of you, you're like, yeah, that does not <laughs> sound celebratory um, to go buy more organizing things. Okay, well then, what what would be a reward system? So you get your bathrooms done that week, and then guess what? You get to go treat yourself to a, um, a pedicure, or you get to go do a massage, or you get to go out on a date night because you and your husband did it together. Okay, I'm throwing you out some ideas. I'm trying to get you motivated and inspired because this topic of house cleaning is very dull and very dry. But yet, like I said earlier, it is actually so important to our emotional and mental and to physical health. If you have dust coming out the wazoo and pet hair, or you haven't changed your um, filter in your furnace because you don't have that in your fall to-do list every year, imagine what you're breathing or imagine the allergies that you're producing, okay? Yeah, you can swiffer up the hair quick, but are you vacuuming? Are you deep cleaning? Are you getting in the corners? Are you doing your stairs? Are you getting the dust off your blinds, okay? There is actually some definite health benefits to deep cleaning, Besides, it's gross. I don't know if you guys that clean and mop your floors, but if you ever look at your mop water, it's insane. It's insane. And I pretty well weekly routine and it blows my mind what we can produce here in a week for dirt. So that is the topic today. I'm going to review this. Write this down. Number one, create your zones. Number two, make the list from the zones. Get detailed. Be specific. Put yourself check boxes on each thing. Number three, create a timeline. Don't just make the list. When are you going to get this done and be reasonable? Number five or number four, be accountable. Find a friend, talk about it, grab a group when you see one open up. Uh, It's not too late to be over and organized and fit. You're welcome to join us over here because here's the exciting part. We have, I think, the best time of the year coming in our group. Oh my gosh, we get to do so much holiday fun planning, organizing. In December, we get to focus on truly our inner Christmas child, Advent, just inner soul fun, not a lot of work. I'm super excited to end this year in this group, but we got to do a little work first. So accountability, it works. And if you want in that membership, please message me. You guys know how to find me. So many platforms, Organized and Fit, Realtor Mama, Instagram, Home and Health, Organized and Fit, Facebook page. Many of you contact me via email, go to my website, you can find me and get on the link to get yourself your membership for the rest of this year or message me, I will help you. And finally, step number five, celebrate the work you do. And I think we forget that one in all areas. Let's just say we worked our rear ends off and we completed a four-week workout program, which we're in the midst of doing right now. We're in four weeks for everyone, which has a kick-butt group right now.
let's say when we complete the four weeks, we just, of course, so many of us move on because that's the habits we've built. 